Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Pen and Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just let it happen. It's always there on the tip of your tongue. You know, and don't swallow it. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. That Billy, he's a funny guy. He's a nut. More about him in a moment. The Planet Mikey podcast moving slowly and inexorably toward one million downloads. <gasps> yep, soon we'll catch Will Chamberlain. He had over a million downloads. The Queen is dead. <laughs> Smitty? That's correct. Ben? Yes. The Queen is dead. Yep. I thought Queen died when Freddie Mercury uh, died. I thought she was uh, very cool when she was younger. Hi, Bangder. More importantly, the Red Sox are dead. And so are the Patriots, maybe. We don't know. We'll talk about that, too. And also, I want to hear from you about the new uh, pitch clock. What? The what? The pitch clock. Like, you know, what? They're going to institute a pitch clock. I have perfect pitch. Can I get a C? God damn it. Ah, that's a C. I got a lot of C's in high school. Let me tell you something. That was my thing. I was a a C student, and my parents were so upset because they said, you know, you test like an A student, but you you study like an F student. So I ended up with C's. It's fair. Very fair. Mm -hmm. Okay, so (laughs) where do I begin? First of all, Ben's back. Hi. Yeah, congratulations, Ben. Thank you. Yep. You know, he's back. He was down there talking about a job he was going to get. And I uh, he read, I saw him before he left. He's studying up, reading the manual on how to clean porta potties. And apparently, uh, you no know word yet? A lot of guys trying for that same job? There was a lot of guys at the tryout there. Um, fortunately for me, I brought gloves. Some didn't. Oh. Well, you keep them in your car, right? Because yes. you're a criminal. All, all the, the time. Yeah. You, you can't be leaving fingerprints anywhere. Bill Smith, his... his his part-time job is, a, is, is as a criminal. That's right. Yeah, we don't need, we don't even know about this stuff because he doesn't talk about it. I think no. he has like a Superman kind of name. It's a, one of those fantasy names, like Captain Something. You know, I worked with a guy in radio named Kent Clark. Kent. He was great. He worked it with me at ninety-one Q down in Hartford. Did Kent. he look completely different when he took his glasses off? He looked exactly the same. Hmm. And he had no, by the way, he had no superpowers at all. You sure about that? With or without the glasses. Good guy, though. Good guy. You know, we like this. He's a good guy, though. You know what I'm saying? Were you as Jimmy Olsen? No, I was no cub reporter at that point in time. I was a seasoned veteran. Are you kidding me? And I uh, I was going to say make a dirty joke about Lois Lane, but I, I'll, I'll stand back yeah, from Don't that. do that. We love Lois. Yeah. Notice that all, all, the, all the people in Superman uh, comics always were L-related. There was... Uh, Lana Lang and Lois Lane and Lex Luthor. Lara Logan. <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> just thought I'd say that. <laughs> he, he secretly he, has a crush on yeah. her. Just a little bit. Uh, Bill Lee, who was on the show, was great. My favorite line from his last week's podcast with us was, I said, well, how long, how, how old are you going to mm-hmm. be when you make your last, when you make your final pitch? He said, well, I, I got eight years left on this, on this battery for his pacemaker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I thought that was funny. That was a good episode. Did you know that Bill Lee had a lifetime? You know what a winning percentage is, right, Ben? Yes, I do. That's the percentage of times you win the game that you start, or that you're, you know, that you get the decision in. 
Bill Lee has a lifetime, had a lifetime 569 winning percentage. Now you say, well, that's, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Well, guess what? It's better than good. Uh, better than these Hall of Famers. Jim Cott, Jim Bunning, Gaylord Perry, Don Drysdale, Ferguson Jenkins, Don Sutton, and, Sutton and Dennis Eckersley. So, in other words, Bill Lee wore, wore, won more games percentage-wise than all those Hall of Famers. You know, 119 wins because he obviously was out early, kicked out of the, out of the game by, uh, by the uh, Montreal Expos management. What a bunch of douchebags they are, huh? <laughs> douchebags. You know, I think since this is being videoed, I think here, I think you should wear these glasses. I think you look a little bit more prof- professorial. What, you don't like me bespectacled? Let me, let me see what you look like with those on, though. Come on. Look like Clark Kent. Oh, look at that. Nerd. That's right. You guys are uh, making, trying to make me look like a dipshit. Well, I just thought maybe, you know, it would, make, it would improve your appearance. Well, it's, we are video... <laughs> We are videotaping these episodes. You just said you're ugly. I don't care. That's how, it rolls off my back like water off a duck. Mikey pen. once said he uh, had a face like a catcher's mitt. No, I didn't say that. I thought you did say that. No, blocked punt. <laughs> blocked punt. Oh, that's right. Uh, so here we are with, I don't know what episode number this is, and we have long since stopped doing the numbers because it doesn't matter. We just know that there's millions of people that will be, uh, very soon will be our total number of downloads. We're, we're getting close to it, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, I can't discuss that any further. However, the advertisers are coming out of the woodwork now. All of a sudden, everybody wants to advertise on this program. Mm-hmm. And I must say, right from the, right from the get-go, we are brought to you by... Now, no, no, not that. don't push that button. <laughs> I'm not going to push it by We are brought to you by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates with five offices serving you and serving... Well, especially if you're losing your hair. <laughs> They're not really serving you if you're not losing your hair because that's their thing. But I must say that... Uh, What's that, what's that new technique he has? Well, that, let me just get to that for a second, because Ben wasn't here. Ben didn't hear about this. Yeah. It's called uh, hair banking. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, if you've had an early withdrawal from your head, from your follicles, your follicular challenge uh, now because of the hair thing, and the baldness, and, and pattern baldness, or maybe you just rub your head up, up and down the pillow too much, <laughs> too many U-turns under the sheets. <laughs> Whatever it is that makes you <laughs> that makes you bald, Dr. Matthew Lepresti uh, and uh, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates now offering follicle hair follicle banking. This involves the harvesting of the high quality follicular units of your hair, with the goal of cloning them and reinjecting them into the scalp, so that it's your hair and it grows on your head. But you, they can. They can basically put uh, your hair follicles in a bag and then say, okay, here's where we need to fill it in. And put. It's unbelievable. By the way, only nine uh, hair transplant uh, um, companies in the whole world are doing this. And the only one in New England is, is Dr. Robert Leonard and Dr. Matthew Lepresti. They're probably teaching everybody else how to do it. It's unbelievable. And this is where technology and science is going now. It's your hair. But they take it and they clone them. They, be- I love this, mm. you know, because there's so many bald guys that wish they could have a full head of hair. Uh, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates and Dr. Lepresti, if, here's what you do. Go to HairDR.com, okay, that's their website, or call 1-800-GET-HAIR and arrange for a free consultation to see if they can help you. And, of course, they can. There's a million ways for them to help you. But they'll tell you the best way to help you because they're the very best there is at permanent Hair restoration. I had mine done in 2003. You look fabulous. And the hair is like, look at it. I mean, look at it. I got a head full of hair. And a lot of famous people, if you follow Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy uh, had 
his done with uh, Dr. Lepresti. Wes Welker, who was the the uh, slot receiver for the Patriots, looks great. His hair looks yeah, tremendous. Yeah, he does. He came in uh, into the studio Christian, and he looked great. Yeah, Christian Fourier, mm-hmm. a toucher from Toucher and Rich. A toucher, I don't even know her. Ho, hey. Uh, but call uh, my good friends at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates and tell them Mikey sent you, and, that, uh, and they will, they will I, I promise you they will help you with your bald situation. Okay. What do they get if they say Mikey sent me? Oh, uh, they get a, a big hug. <laughs> I'm very popular there. Now, you, you know my friend Billy who came in from Florida? Yes. Who sat here with we did the podcast? Yep. This is really weird. I'm on the phone the other night. I was trying to invest in an online CD yeah. for my children's. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the phone with this lady, and I'm trying to go through the motions with her. And uh, I said, so... Uh, you know, oh, where's your bank? Said located. She said, "Oh, Tampa, Florida." I said, "Oh, I love Florida." She, I said, "I go to I go to Naples every year to see my friend Billy." And I'm telling this lady, the minute I said the word Billy, my cell phone rings. It's it was Billy. Billy. Uh-huh. Now, we've had close calls where you know, okay, he called a minute before I went, or a minute after, or the next, you know, when I hung up the phone. This was right when I said his name, and we're doing a 20 minute discussion. Me and this lady. And all of a sudden, I, I mentioned Naples, Florida, and Billy, and bang, the phone rings. How long? And he hadn't talked to him in five days. I was going to ask, how long had it been since you've spoken with him? Five days. Five days. Do you think you have some kind of superpower? Yes, I do. <clears throat> yes, I do. I, I suggest you use your superpower for good instead of minor coincidences. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, the minor your... coincidences are just part of the thing. You know, I, and how do you know I don't use it for good? Do you have a superpower name? For example, I see a hot woman walking down the street. <laughs> I use my x-ray vision every single time. Really? Yeah. I always want to know what color underpants. What's the most <laughs> unusual? So I can hold it against them if I What's the most unusual thing you've seen doing that? Uh, oh, jeez, I got to tell you. I was looking for the color of the underpants. Yes. It's so unbelievable. And I looked, and I said, what is that? It was a turtle. In- <laughs> Not a potato. No, live. In the underpants. Oh, oh, a, live a live turtle. turtle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, An animal. In the underpants. Wasn't She wasn't turtling. No, no, okay. no. She wasn't. No. She could, women can't turtle. Only guys can turtle, right? Is this x-ray vision uh, something that we could develop ourselves if we practice? Oh, hell no. 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 you got to know somebody. you got to know somebody. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you, Smitty, you do nothing but commercials all day, all That's night. right. That's what I do. You do a million commercials. Yes. You've probably done, seriously, more commercials mm. than anybody in the history of Boston radio. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they they did, saddled me up. Did you do the uh, 1-800-call-busy-dog commercial? No, no, did not. But I know those people. They're very nice. You've heard it, though. It, oh, yes. Right. So they have a... It's a call one eight hundred busy dog and you so, busy dog yeah. and you so you'll never have to worry again right that's how the jingle goes correct let me ask you a question go ahead it, if you call one eight hundred busy dog so you never have to worry again yeah what if busy dog is too busy can't talk to you the busy dog is then you always be really busy. worried then you worry right then <laughs> you worry then and you say well, okay now I got to worry again. That could be. That could be. But Just keep on worrying because they're busy. A the, busy dog. The busy dog solves the problem <laughs> every, I, you know, every time. Because I, I'd like to. I have a lot of worries, and I'd like to get rid of some of them, and I'd like to get in the phone with busy dog, but they're busy. You should call one eight hundred busy dog right now. <laughs> you okay, Mike? So I went golfing with uh, the guy from Resonate, my friend Pete. He yep. runs the Resonate, the great, the, one of the great dispensaries in all, of all time. Were you golfing at the Shining Rock? No, not course? this time. No. This time, I'm, I'm taking him to Shining Rock. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pete and my and some other friends I met there at uh, Pleasant Valley. Yes, but uh, I got to tell you, they're doing great 
Resonate is great. You know, we started spreading the word for them. We were the first to talk about first that. ones, yeah. And they're doing fabulous. They really are. Everybody wants the cannabis that they have to sell in their dispensaries because it's so much better. It's clean. Yeah. Yep. Totally clean from top to bottom. The entire uh, process uh, at Resonate. Now they're they're. Uh, I'm just. I'm giving them a free plug. They're uh, they're on Millbury Street in Worcester, which is right near the Millbury line. Isn't that where you first experienced Blue, Blue Dream? Dream. <gasps> To this day, my very favorite strain. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, but there's a uh, there's a bunch of new words that have words. been put into the uh, into the English language. Merriam-Webster and other dictionaries have added wordage to their. Wow, is it hot in here? No. Is no. it humid? No. Is no. it me? No. Yeah. It's you. Do I smell? It's you. Yeah. yeah. I just showered right before I came here, yeah. so I, I keep, you're lying to me. I don't. Pop, you shower, there's no way I butter. can smell yet. I showered in garlic and muskox piss. Hey, that garlic's good for you. I saw the muskox piss. Do you have uh, vampires in your neighborhood? No, we have bats, though. Oh. So maybe I do have vampires. There's a lot of bats flying around our house. Bats eat mosquitoes. So they're beneficial. I love... uh, The more you know. I love love, uh, bats because they they flap around up there. They never really come down and bombard you. They never land on your hair or anything like that. But they're up there eating the mosquitoes. Is that what they're doing up there? That's it, pretty much. Some of the... (laughs) What is Some of the words that are new in the dictionary, you guys are going to... First of all, we all know that the times are a-changing. And a a pandemic can come along and... uh, Inject a lot of things into your into your lingo, hmm. but like, well, for example, in some of the modern technology, video doorbell that, that never was a thing. You know, now it is. It's hmm. in the dictionary. Supply chain that was never a uh, a thing, and now it's an actual f- word. Hmm. But there's one words. word. Well, it's it's. I, I typed it as two here. If you see here, Ben, supply chain. But it's it's a new, yeah it's a new thing in the dictionary. Yes, it's in the dictionary. So the whole purpose of this whole segment. But the cool ones are the ones that are slang. You know, because slang is something that you know you got to be kind of hip, kind of be kind of streetwise. You wouldn't happen to have a few examples. I do. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Smitty. Sure. Do you, I'm going to ask you guys with these. I'm going to say these words. See if you know what they are. Mm. Let's see if you're hip. Okay. Go ahead. Yeet. That's why, a form of... Y-E-E-T. That's a form of cheese. <laughs> no, it's when you people come to your house, you say, yeet. Oh, jet. No, no, that's not what it is. It's jeet. Uh, it's used to express surprise, approval, or excited enthusiasm as a verb. The verb yeet. Uh, to throw, especially with force and without regard for the thing being thrown. Now I, I don't know what any with that uh, any but I know the word is a, it's right here yeet. Do use that in a sentence, please. I don't I don't know how because it's a, it's an interjection or a verb yeet. Uh, janky. That means a little shaky, uh, sleazy. Uh, you should be worried <laughs> you, about that. Are you that naming person. the seven dwarfs? You would have to call one eight hundred busy dog to calm yourself down. They're they're, they're busy. Uh, Yankee janky means of. Of very poor quality, like junky, junky, like janky Jank. instead of junky. It's like they've, they've hip hippified it. Right. Not functioning properly or adequately. Faulty. It's janky. Did you know that one? I kind of knew that one. I did not know what yeet meant. Why didn't you I, say something? I was thinking, and I don't think very fast. 
Getting slow. You know, I don't really think very, very fat, fast either. Oh, slow down. All right, how about sus? Yeah, well, like you're, you're suspect of something. Yes, suspicious yeah. or Sussing suspect. Something out, yeah. How about Luke? L e w k. Luke. Well, no. Uh... <laughs> Warmish. It's a fashion look that is distinctive to the wearer and that is noticeable and memorable to others. Like he's got a, a Luke. Oh, whatever. Luke. Luke <laughs> he's I'm got your a Luke father. about him. <laughs> I'm, I'm your father, and I dress like this on purpose, Luke. Uh, how about? Pwn. Pwn. P-W-N. Pwn. To, to dominate and defeat someone or something. Like own. It's like when you own somebody. You pwn them. I mean, why do they have to change it? It's a perfectly good word. Yeah. It describes Why the did scenario. they make it longer? <laughs> Normally you shorten these things up. Right? How about... made it longer. Ad- Stupid idiots. Adorkable. Yeah, 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 that's. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. A cute monkey, well, socially yeah. if, if <laughs> exactly. So, a cute monkey if, <laughs> who throws his turds at you. If you're socially awkward and or quirky in a way that is endearing, oh, that's what a, a dorkable is. Uh, you are know. dorkable. Okay, do, were these necessary? MacGyver. Well, that's fixing stuff. Yeah, that's right. Uh, to make form or repair something that is conveniently on hand. Uh, I MacGyvered my. Uh, my Mercury marquee. It was. How did you do that? I put a little silly putty in there in a hole. But it's just a hole. <laughs> How can it, what can go wrong with a condom? They can roll up. <laughs> they can pop. They can have holes in them. That's right. Yeah. What if they made noise? What if condoms made noise? They would make noise. Like every time it, it was like, <laughs> like a squeak. <laughs> Well, if you get them into it, it won't do that. Uh, how about baller? Baller. Well, that's a, a baller. That's a guy who plays sports. It's a shot caller. Uh, excellent, exciting, or extraordinary. Spe- no, it, it's a, it's generic. Excellent, exciting, or extraordinary, especially in a way that is suggestive of a lavish lifestyle. Oh, man, he's a baller. Yeah. He's a baller. Yeah. This guy's a baller. That's right. Uh, is he a baller if he was a, a member of that cult where they chopped? Remember when they chopped off all their testicles? The ones out in California. The uh, sp- <laughs> what was it? it was that? Remember those murderous, uh, suicidal? The ones that were going up to the comet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what were their names? Of? I've forgotten. But they, they Heaven's were, Gate. Heaven's That's what Gate. it was. Heaven's Gate. They cut off their balls and uh, they all wore sneakers and took the uh, what they. Yeah. They other than that, they were no, they were totally normal. Yeah. You know, it was like Kool Aid or something. something they drank like the Kool Aid. Right? They Isn't left that where their, that comes from? Left their physical body and went up to the, uh, yeah. See, that's dumb because you know what? You don't know. What if you're wrong? But you know, they believed it. Isn't that interesting how they believed it's, it? It's not a lie. It's a nice way to decrease the surplus population. If you believe it. <laughs> it's not a lie. Thanks, Costanza. I uh, believe her. I understand that we have uh, three sponsors in tonight's uh, podcast. I'm, let's hear from exciting Mike Adams with a word from LinkedIn. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find people you want to talk to about the job faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million professionals. Then add your job in the 
purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, which spreads the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions makes it easy to focus on the right candidates for the job you have open. It's small businesses rating LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires against leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. You know, every week, 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job free at LinkedIn.com slash Mikey. That's LinkedIn.com slash Mikey to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may apply. That was a pretty good job you did. You know, I, I used to be in radio. I was going to say, yeah, I was. sounded like professional. 40-something years I was in radio. No one ever noticed. I did. Especially my wife. Ben did. Where, where have you been? I'm not telling. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but the stock market dropped 4%. Four. Do you guys have 401ks? I do, yeah. I do, too. I I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm beating up on Joe Biden, and I'm I'm really not. It's not just him. He's a fabulous president. He doesn't know what's going on. The other guys are pulling the strings. It's a managed decline of our country. Well, I've lost 10% of my 401k since Biden took office. Now, you know, let's just pretend, like, for a second. Let's pretend I have a million dollars in there, <laughs> which is ridiculously yeah. wrong. That means I would have lost $100,000 since Joe Biden came in. Yep. Mm. Let's say I had $100,000. That means I've lost $10,000. It's a little more than that. Let's <laughs> say you had 10000 like a good number of people yeah, do. Then you lose it. It's 10%. Yep. Now you say, okay, well, what's going on? Well, the country's kind of weird right now because inflation's up 8%, and... The stock market, which is you know your nest egg or whatever, is down ten percent. Mm-hmm. That's basically kind of a redistribution of. Now, I heard Charles Payne. Love that guy. He's brilliant. Yep, and and he's a really really good guy. And he just tells the truth. Yeah, he seems he seems uh, you know, I don't just like as a, a reasonable person, but he went on the television saying he's saying you know. The Democratic Party has to stop wagging their fingers at half the country and hating half the country uh, because in saying that half the country, which is basically you know the, the Republican Party, mm-hmm. it hates America or they're bad for America, and start doing some things that's good for all Americans. And positive, yeah. Because when you, when you jump in and you say, all right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. It's, inflation's rampant. We're going to print more money and, give, and pay for the college education of these people. That's inflationary. Mm. Of course it is. Um, I, you, know, I, you know, I don't want to get into politics because I'm a happy guy, basically. You are, and you, mm. you promise not to be angry anymore. But when you see your own personal amount of money get just in one day, I mean, well, 1,200 points, mm. the, the Dow dropped today. The uh, NASDAQ dropped uh, 5%. The Dow was down 4%, and the Standard & Poor was down 4%. It's like, it's just eliminate. It's, it's basically a, a, a eradication of wealth, personal wealth. But KJP tells us that uh, everything's fine. The economy is strong. It's just like the border is um, secure. Yeah. Well, oh, that's yeah. That's commonly saying the border is secure. And even Chuck uh, Todd, yep, who's a notoriously liberal person on MSNBC, looked at him and said, "You think it's secure?" <laughs> he was like, he couldn't believe what he was hearing. Yeah. It's this is a terrible situation we're in, and it's yep. got to end soon. They look you right in the eye and lie. I understand Ben has a uh, contest for us today. Ben, yeah, would you like to play a little quiz? Would you like to play? As long as this is not who gives the best back rub, foot rub. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> would you guys like to play together or against each other? 
Dark. What kind of contest is it? I mean, if it's, it's, it's a music quiz ish, music slash history. Okay. All right, go, Ben, go. All right, All right let's do this thing. So, uh, Smitty, we'll, we'll, Smitty's really good at this. You guys can play together. You Mike is genius with this stuff. This is a 10 question quiz all about one song. 10 questions, Mike. That one song, song is called We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Hope it's not Wipeout by You guys have, have lived through all of these events, or at least Bill has lived through all of these events. I don't all remember right? them. Question number one. Yeah. In Billy Joel's song, this We Didn't Start the Fire. It's more of a history fire. test. The first two lines reflect people and events important in 1949, which was the year Joel was born. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio. Why is Red China on the list? Because of Mao Zedong. Okay, I can give you guys some answer, uh, some options Chinese here. Chinese revol- revolution. China replaced its traditional yellow and green flag with a predominantly red one. The communists took party in China and established the People's Republic of China. Correct. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that That's one. That's the one, I think. I right. win. I win that one. Thank you. Well, we're, playing, we're playing together. We'll, we'll see. I wasn't we'll even s- born we'll yet. We'll see what, well, how you guys do together. I wasn't even born yet. And we didn't start the fire. These lines reflect 1950. I wasn't even Four years mo- before you were born. <laughs> wasn't I even born yet. Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. Who was Joe McCarthy? I Joe McCarthy was the guy that was looking for communists. Wait a minute. I was- Senator Joe McCarthy. But do I get a shot? You're at working this? together, but yeah, you the, can jump. The you, were, you kept McCarthy saying you weren't born the, yet, the, so I win. The Hollywood Eight. <laughs> All right, these lines are also from the song Eisenhower Vaccine. England's got a new queen. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. She's dead now. Marciano Liberace Satayana Goodbye. Which of the following statements is not true of the year 1952? Go ahead. Hey, I wasn't born yet. A. George Santayana, philosopher and novelist, died. Eisenhower was elected in a landslide victory. Yes. Liberace, famous pianist, died in a plane crash. No. No. Okay. That one's one's pretty obvious. Liberace. You win. You win. Liberace. Did he die in a plane crash? No. No. He was in a cockpit. He was uh, banging on his organ while playing with... Hi, this is Liberace. I have a new silk dress I'm wearing tonight. You want to see my shoes? You know, that guy, he played it perfectly. He made millions and millions of dollars. And he's an icon. What a, what a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was really tough in a, in a hot tub. All right. These lines <laughs> mention uh, regard 1953. Joseph Stalin, Mel- Malenkov, Nasser, and Wow, fucking Rockefeller, Campanella, Communist Block. Yeah. Um, why are Stalin and Malenkov on this list? Stalin died and Malenkov succeeded him as leader of the Soviet Union. Stalin took control of the Soviet Union. Malenkov published Anna Karenina. Stalin defeated Malenkov to take control of the Soviet Union. There it is right there. Stalin was exiled from the Soviet Union. So you want to go Stalin defeated? I'll go Stalin was exiled. Yeah, I'll go exiled myself. Yeah. Okay. This is kind of weighty. I and think he- Stalin died then. But. This is kind of heavy, you know, for a right. fun contest. I mean, this is like going to history class and having a quiz. Yeah, well, let's, we're seeing who's smarter, and so far Bill's winning. I see why you're upset. No, about this. I wasn't even <clears throat> born yet. Did you All hear right, that? 1955. I, I didn't you become cogent until I was one. That's when I started to read. Einstein, James Dean, Brooklyn's got a winning team. Davy Crockett, Peter Pan. 
Elvis Presley, Disneyland. Of the people listed here, who died in 1955? James Dean. James Dean, yeah. His friends called him September 30th, 1955. Wow, you know the exact date? Yes. Really, really sad. I was so sad. I was he, crushed. He went on to start, uh, the before he died, the, the biggest breakfast sausage company in the world. Jimmy How Dean. How dare Tom. you? Jimmy Dean sausage. Remember, remember Jimmy? Hi, everybody. I'm Jimmy Dean. Try my sausage. It's yeah. real good. I have good meat. Remember that? That's right. 1961. Okay. Hemingway Ice I will get. Stranger in a Strange Land, Dylan Berlin, Bay of Pigs Invasion. Why is Eichmann mentioned here? Oh, Adolf. What's, what's with you and the Germans and the communists? And Eichmann all the... committed suicide rather than trial. Adolf Eichmann went to trial for crimes against humanity in World War II. Eichmann was acquitted of crimes against humanity and went free. Eichmann was hunted and killed by Israeli agents in Austria. Which one would you like? Yeah, I went to, he went to trial. Number two. Number two. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Are, are these correct? We're going to find out after. We're going to see how smart you guys oh. are. We're going to see how smart you guys I, are. I like the instant gratification. I know of you the, do. Of the, That's why I wanted it, to delay it for you. You should have gone like this. Is it correct? Yes, it is. Oh. Pope Paul, Malcolm X, British politician sex, JFK blown away. What else do I have to say? Who killed JFK? He really killed him, or they said he killed him? <laughs> well, what do you think is the most likely of the options Oswald. I have? Okay. <laughs> but the CIA. Yeah, well, oh, you're going to go down the rabbit hole, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm just going to mention that there's more than one, more than just the uh, the FBI and the CIA. And, oh, there were and, a couple of shooters. Yeah. Well, there was certainly the uh, anti-Castro Cubans, uh, you know, that were involved in this. The mafia, you know, was heavily involved in that. I think Lee Harvey Oswald was a patsy. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. Pa- in fact, Patsy Oswald is Jack Ruby shot him and killed him to shut him up. Absolutely. And then <laughs> strangely died of cancer while in prison a year later. They injected him with cancer cells, Jack Ruby, so he wouldn't talk. Yeah. I believe you. That's a whole no- we'll do a whole show on that someday. Right. Oh no. Back and to the left. <laughs> Birth control, Ho Chi Minh, Richard Nixon back again. Moonshot, Woodstock, Watergate, Punk Rock. What was Watergate actually? It was a hotel. Is it a hotel or is it an office building? The Watergate Hotel. It's a hotel, okay. Yes. Well, Uh, it was was both. uh, These events and people from 1983 to 1984, Wheel of Fortune, Sally Ride, Heavy Metal Suicide, Foreign Debts, Homeless Vets, AIDS, Crack, Bernie Getz. What did Bernie Getz do that was noteworthy? He shot shot him up on the subway. subway. I I got that one. (laughs) (laughs) I beat you. I beat you. All right. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire, but when we're gone, it will still burn on and 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 on. What is worth logical explanation of the course of we didn't start the fire? There has always been and always will be events and people that change the world. It's fun to play with fire. The earth has always been on fire and we can't figure how to put it out. Aliens are burning up the earth. Number one. All right, let's submit the answer. Multiple Thank choice, you. though. Let's you know, it's like, it's got to be not multiple choice. All right, you got a couple <laughs> wrong here, gentlemen. Go. What you got mean? two wrong. What? You got two wrong. China and Stalin. Yep. No, you got yes. The Stalin one. It was Stalin actually died, and then <laughs> Einstein <laughs> and James Dean died. Oh, Einstein. Forgot about him. Oh, both of them died. In the same? Oh, well, yeah. you asked the question as if it was only one person who died, though. The James Dean question? 
Right, just said of the people listed here who died in 1955. Ah, yeah. yeah. So, so we, we singled it down to one person. And it was, it was pretty good. Einstein Eight died out of ten? Yeah. yeah. We didn't start the fire? You know, and then he, then he came up with a uh, theory of deadativity called E equals MC dead. Remember that? Whew. Remember that? I, uh, I do remember e that. E equals yes. MC dead. Yeah. And it was one of his least favorite uh, <laughs> deductions. Um, to... <laughs> The people and places depicted in the Planet Mikey podcast are purely fictional. Any similarities to actual people, places, or things, living or dead, is purely coincidental. No animals were harmed in any way during the production of this podcast. Well, okay, we did play Red Rocket with one of the puppies. Uh, <laughs> one of the puppies? I'm looking. Well, for, the other one didn't have a Red Rocket. I'm looking for some notes here. There's something I'm supposed to mention. I mean, I could probably ad-lib it because I know all the facts about it. Right? Well, you're supposed to mention how you did week one of the NFL because the Patriots oh. did horrible, but did you at least make some money? I Mikey. was trying not to mention that. I, I have the notes on uh, on, on a, a bet on, uh, betonline.ag. Is that what it's called? Yes, sir. So I, I don't need it because it comes up automatically on my computer. I just click the icon. Yeah, I don't need the thing. Now he lost the rest of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. BetOnline.ag, though, is... Now, let me just tell you how I did. Because I hate to, I hate to even mention that I was a loser the first week. Well, again, you were like Nostradamus last year. I, I lost one, one of the games that I had in a combo that would have given me a parlay win by a half a point. Uh, which one? Uh, I think it was the Bengals. I teased okay. it, and I didn't have... They lost by whatever, and I... Oh. God, that's frustrating. But you know what? The first week is a week for educational purposes. Like, who thought Pittsburgh was going to beat the Bengals? Nobody. Yeah. Not even Pittsburgh. Who thought, thought Houston was going to tie Indy? Yeah. I, a tie. That's another one that killed me. I, so I, I lost two out of my three bets that I lost were because of I got killed. I got crushed by the elements. But you might be better than me at this. And secondly, week two, you always learn a lot from week one. And that's when you make – last week in week one, I, I had nothing going so on. So week one – I have a theory on week one in the NFL for bets. I don't like spreads or any of that because you really have no clue who's even ready or anything like that. So what do I do? just hammer the under. Hammer the under. Right. Then and you would have done very well with yes. that this week. Week one, week two, yeah. I, I usually stick to the under for the first couple of weeks of the season, but particularly in week one. So you go to betonline.ag, and the most important thing is you can get your money back before you even spend it, where you put it in there and you have a 50% bonus that CLNS. CLNS. <laughs> betonline.ag betonline provides you if you type in the promo code CLNS50. You type in CLNS50 as the promo code and, and betonline.ag, I mean, betonline, yeah, gives you the money. I mean, I so, wish I had my notes. If I put in 100 I'm sorry, bucks, that's my fault. I it is your fault. Notes. Everything's I, your my fault. bad. My if you bad. If you weren't gone last week, you'd have that all printed out for us here, Ben. Thanks, Ben. You call yourself a producer. I'm just looking through here. I want to find other notes that I might need for tonight's show, for tonight's program. Mike Adams is going through his book. <laughs> you know, this is. Remember, I was telling you about Blue Dream. Yes, that's what what happens with Blue Dream. You lose your papers and your mind a little bit. Shouldn't have a cream soda before the show either. That's, oh, oh, that, yeah, oh, that's, that's right, a good yeah. one. Um, where is it? Oh, here. Oh, look. There it is. Okay, for, hold that for next week. <laughs> uh, this isn't it, but okay, I'll hold this one for next no, week. I, I don't, I don't care it's a different what, one. 
I don't care what that is. I just want you to hold that until next week. So this is one of our. <laughs> and our... I hope. Oh, I know. What I was going to mention, which really, really gets me. This is true. What is it? I watch TV, and every time an ad comes on for a medicine, I go another one, and I write, I write down the name of it. I didn't bring my list. Yeah. But there's and their name they always give the medicines weird names. Who comes up with those names? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, it's a method based on. Yeah, it's a really long, annoying, complicated thing. Ah. It's a terrible, I do know it, though. It's a terrible, terrible method. But big pharma has taken over the advertising uh, of all the advertising on television. They're the only ones with money. You see an ad, and then you see another ad for another medicine, and then maybe remember it used to be all cars like oh you know Ford and Chevy and Jeep and all they have all these things with their new models. Yeah. No, you don't see those anymore. No, now it's the new drug. They're taking their whole car industry and they're flipping it over to electric cars, which by the way is deadly for us. Think about this. What if they make us go to all electric cars? Now everybody has an electric car. And they're going to. 2035 is the uh, the cutoff. Now date. you go to a line, a gas station, or they call it a charging station, and it's uh, the line is uh, seven cars deep, and they're all taking 15 to 20 minutes each to charge their cars. You're going to be on the road for a while. A. B. What if there's a power failure? What if a hurricane sweeps through and knocks out all the power sources so you can't charge anything? Uh, even with a home generator, you... You're screwed. We're all screwed. No one can go anywhere. You're marooned. You're stranded. I mean, here, here's the reality. We know this is coming. This is the wave that's coming, and it's bullshit. You keep your gasoline car. Did you guys not see Mad Max or Road Warrior? Oh, any yeah. of those post-apocalyptic movies where only the gas-powered stuff is going. And as Bill Lee said last week, a 57 Chevy doesn't have all the chips in it, so if they set off an EMP... Your chips aren't going to fry. Right. Which leads me to wonder, why don't they put those chips in one of those Faraday cages inside your car? They'd be immune from the pulse. Why don't the car manufacturers actually make the fucking chips instead of relying on another company to do it? And they're looking at it like, no, we'll make those cell phone chips and computer chips because we make way more money off of your silly little car chips. Mm. Why don't the car manufacturers just make them? You know, better yet, we could just bring in a lot of illegal aliens into this country and make them make them. What an idea. Say, you know what? I know you don't want to pick lettuce. Why don't you go over here and make some chips? (laughs) That'll do it. Seriously, because we need the chips and we don't need so much lettuce. What do you think? Okay. I'm on it. Especially that kale bullshit. <laughs> that's not real lettuce. That's, that's all fake fake lettuce. Um, so I think I've covered all the topics that I need. How, how, how many? See, I just, I'm really out of sorts. 38. Today. We've done 38 minutes? 38 yeah. minutes. Is you know, podcast. my limit is 40. Oh. It's 38 minutes. People can't get ever, ever get back if they've listened to this podcast. Sometimes <laughs> forty five. Sometimes four. I, I, sometimes we'll do forty five. It's true. You know, and I used to complain about four hour shows on WEEI in the in the day in my day back in the day. But they had eighteen com- and minute you commercial. Barely breaks. had to do any of those <laughs> between had, the Red Sox in the summer and the Celtics in the winter. You barely had four hour shows. I but I did have to remove all the uh, the back hair from the chair when Mutt left. So that was a terrible <laughs> oh, thing. You were easily the highest paid per minute on air talent and in the company. I still am. Because <laughs> they're still paying me. Uh, we have uh, a special uh, guest. Joe and Jerry have told me uh, through the email that they have a special guest star on their karaoke, uh, their Castiglioke mm. thing tonight. A special guest star. A famous Red Sox player. Mike Greenwell. I don't know. Is Greeny, Greeny still down in Florida? Well, maybe he, you know, he, he'd probably do country music. Let's bring in Joe and Jerry. See what they've got up their sleeves. Ooh, Joe, oh, I know it. I know who it's going to be. Carlos Quintana. Carlos. It's Carlos Santana, by the way. So, just so you know, Ben, 
I know you weren't even born yet. To quote Mike, Troop, what do you think of this guy? I think he's kind of a muttonhead. He's a Generation Xer. We got a special guest tonight, Joe. This is going to be very special for us. We're bringing in one of our old friends, a guy who told me a long time ago that his favorite band was Santana. Played at Woodstock. He's going to do a little song for us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Louis Tion. Got a black magic woman. I got a black magic woman. I got a black magic woman. Got me so blind I can't see. And she a black magic woman. And she tried to make a Diablo out of me. Don't turn your back on me, baby. Don't turn your back on me, baby. Yeah, don't turn your back on me, baby. Start messing around with your tricks. Don't turn your back on me, baby. Mm-mm. Just might pick up my magic sticks. This is the guitar interlude, and if, believe it or not, Louis is playing the guitar. I didn't even know Louis played. He's got some licks, true. Tocando la guitarra. I can play the guitar. I'm hungry, too. You got something to eat? Okay, shut up, man. I'm playing. You shut up. Hey, fuck you. Hey, my guitar over here. Okay. Here we go. Got your spell on me, baby. You got your spell on me, baby. See, you got your spell on me, baby. You're turning my heart into stone. I need you so bad, my young woman, I can't leave you alone. 